This WBEZ podcast is supported by Ravinia, with over 100 concerts under the stars this summer, including Daryl Hall and Elvis Costello, Nora Jones with special guest Mavis Staples, the Beach Boys with special guest John Stamos, Shaggy and TLC, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, and more. Their 30-acre park is nestled in a gently wooded area. Bring your own picnic or eat at one of the park restaurants. Tickets available now only at ravinia.org. Good morning. I'm Alex Stegman, and this is The Rundown. Chicago alderpersons continue to lay blame over the failed construction of a migrant base camp in Brighton Park. Alderperson Andre Vasquez has opposed the use of winterized tents. He supports the state putting a stop to it. I think in real time we're watching the problems that could occur. We still don't know how much money has been spent to even build up what was at Brighton Park, knowing that it's unfinished and won't continue. The decision not to use the site led to the city and state placing blame on each other. Mayor Brandon Johnson's ally, Alderperson Carlos Ramirez Rosa, says Johnson is not the first to experience tension with the state. This is now the second mayor that the governor has bumped heads with, and I think folks that are thinking critically should ask themselves, what's the common denominator? The city and state say they will work together to open the shelters ahead of winter. Demonstrators used the Mexican Christmas tradition of Posada to protest a Chicago alderman's stance on the city's sanctuary city status. Alderman Raymond Lopez of the 15th Ward wants voters to decide whether Chicago should remain a sanctuary city for undocumented immigrants. He told WTTW this week that the city's status is driving the migrant crisis, forcing thousands to live in shelters, police stations, and airports. But Lopez's stance is drawing fire from his predominantly Latino ward, who labeled him a Grinch and racist during a protest last night outside of his office. Jacinta Gonzalez is with the group Mi Gente, which is Spanish for my people. Posada literally means to give refuge. That's why we really wanted to use the posada to talk about what does this mean and why it's so important for the principles of the city. Lopez could not be reached for comment. Jurors in the federal corruption trial of former Alderman Ed Burke got a first-hand look at the FBI raid on his offices that shook Chicago politics to its core in 2018. My colleague Mariah Wolfel is covering the trial. She tells us about former agent Pamela McCarthy, who yesterday told jurors that the FBI spent five and a half hours cataloging everything in Burke's southwest side offices. She shared contents from a folder Burke kept on Burger King. He's accused of trying to shake down its owners who needed city permits. Burke had records on the company's executives, including a printed LinkedIn page for one high-ranking employee. He also had a 17-page printout of a Wikipedia article titled History of Burger King. Photos of the raid showed Burke's tidy wood-paneled office filled with family pictures, a sign that said, I'm not bossy, I'm just helpful, hung on the wall in another room. There will soon be 100 community solar farms serving ComEd customers in northern Illinois. A 5,200-panel solar farm installed in south suburban Chicago Heights by the company Reactivate will be online later this month. These facilities generate electricity to send the power grid. Low to moderate income customers can then buy some of it so they use less electricity from fossil fuels. ComEd CEO Gil Quinones says a $90 power bill could be cut in half. Residents who in the past have felt the burden of energy inequalities now have the opportunity to enjoy power at lower cost with fewer or even zero carbon emissions. The Chicago Heights project is expected to serve 660 homes. Those interested can reach out to their utility provider to sign up. Other utilities downstate, such as Ameren or those run by municipalities, have their own programs.
Here are a couple of other quick things you should know about. A Chicago City Council committee yesterday voted against allowing the union for most city cops to challenge the most serious police discipline cases behind closed doors. The Fraternal Order of Police wants to contest firings and long suspensions in private arbitration instead of before the city's police board, whose hearings and decisions are public. The committee voted 10 to 5 to recommend that the full city council reject an arbitrator's ruling for the union on that issue. The matter could eventually end up in Cook County Circuit Court. A regional plan to keep the CTA, Metra, and PACE financially secure and more accessible and reliable is making its way to Springfield. Leaders of CMAP, the Chicago Metropolitan Agency for Planning, formally submitted a list of recommendations yesterday to keep public transit afloat before federal COVID money runs out. Regional planners and key lawmakers say the recommendations will ensure Springfield doesn't wait to act until it's too late. Weather for today looks partly sunny and breezy in Chicago, mild too. We'll see a high in the upper 50s. Good chance of rain late tonight and into the overnight hours with a low in the mid-40s. That's it for now. Later today, activist Jamal Cole with a question. How come ain't no holiday lights on the south side of Chicago? There's no ornaments in the yards. I don't see the city pole reefs that connect to the city's electric grid and they light up the whole street. I've seen it in Edgewater. I've seen it in, in Greektown. How come ain't no holiday lights on the south side of Chicago? The rundown follows Cole during his annual event, Be a Part of the Light. That's where hundreds of volunteers put up holiday lights along Martin Luther King Drive. Be sure to check that out later today at 1 p.m. I'm Alex Degman. Thanks for listening.